Hey Geekscapists, welcome to episode 212 of Geekscape. This is your favorite movies, video games, and comic book podcast where every week your host, that's Jonathan Lennon over here on the left if you're a video viewer, uh, talks about the latest movies, video games, and comic book news and reviews. Um, this week we've got Pirates 4, we've got L.A. Noir and video games, we've got a lot of news, but I'm always joined with a guest co-host who has a little bit of insight, whether it be TV, movies, video games, comic books, whether by profession or simply opinion. Uh, this week, my guest is Matt Weinhold. He's a comedian. He has a CD that's uh, available now at, my, at mattweinhold.com. Also, over the website of our good friends, Comedy Film Nerds, at comedyfilmnerds.com. Um, and CD Baby. And, it, and CD there. Baby, right. Yeah. Um, what's the name of the CD? It's called Dead Funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, uh, you'll recognize it because it has a zombie version of me on the front. Okay, yes. okay. All right. Because I enjoy the zombie. And, and was it a live recording or was it a studio thing uh, with live music recording. and stuff like that? Okay. Live recording. Live stand-up. Uh, very old school. The way they used to do it. <laughs> guy gets up on stage, uh, shouts a bunch of words at people, and then everyone goes home drunk. M- Matt, in your opinion, uh, what is your favorite comedy album, live or otherwise? What, I mean... Um, what now? A buddy I, of mine just got me uh, the Bill Cosby. About a year ago, he got me uh, to, the wrestle Bill Cosby, my to wrestle my brother. The, even, though is, even though it's just seven tracks, it's phenomenal. It's fantastic. Well, just for that one track mm-hmm. alone, it's that's probably one of the greatest comedy pieces of all time, and uh, almost like someone doing a, a, a one man show mm-hmm. in, in a bit. But uh, I love that one. I love. Uh, I'm a big fan of Class Clown, mm-hmm. George Carlin. Okay. Yeah, seminal comedy album, and uh, I. think... Probably my favorite, and I, I don't know if this would be considered an album, because it was a concert first, but then they made it into an album, but um, Richard Pryor, live, mm-hmm. the very, you know, the... the yeah, yeah, the, you, well, you've seen the cover a million times. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. That is uh, the greatest. I, I enjoy that very much. That brings a song to my heart, and I'm skipping my step, and... <laughs> I, I, you know, I want to lash out at the white man. And you're mainly known, even though you write for the comedy film nerds as well, you're mainly known for your stand-up, right? Like that, yeah, how long I have you been so. doing stand-up? Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, 25 years, something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Where'd you grow up? San Francisco. Okay, okay. 25 years. And uh, anything else you're involved in? Like, uh, uh, I mean, you write scripts for yeah, Hollywood I and stuff do, like this? Uh, the I, big uh, pictures? I used to um, work, I just recently finished up work on a show called The Dish which was um, on the Style, Style Network. Network. Yeah. yeah, I watch the Style Network. Yeah, the time. Oh, God bless you. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, look at me. You would think that every now and then I'd need a couple pointers. Please, it's a special disbelief. Hey, no one can blame you. Yeah. Sometimes you need the guidance of Kimora to get you through the next phase of your life. But you, you were a host on that show. Uh, no, on, no, on the no, dish. no, You were. No, you, the, you wrote it. No, I, yeah, I was one of the writers, and mm-hmm. I also did some performing. Was in sketches and stuff like okay. that too. But uh, the host was uh, how crazy the lovely and talented did. Danielle Fischel. That would be that's Topanga that's from Boy Meets Girl. Yes. Okay, and you're a big fan over here, Walton. Boy Meets World. I think Boy Meets no, World that's was Matt Kelly. Matt Kelly is <laughs> oh, a huge it. Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. I'm a little older than the. I think Boy Meets World I missed by like two years, two three years. But um, but Matt Kelly is a couple years younger than me. He would definitely be a big fan. It, it's he's got that monthly column that he tells everybody what DVDs are coming. But it always oh, yeah, seems like no matter what happens, a Boy Meets My World. Boy Meets DVD World. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, don't forget to pick up Boy Meets World. And you don't get a piece of that through. Uh, yeah, you yeah. don't get a piece of that. I, through I had to go back too, like because I was I wasn't really my. 
viewing. You should have asked Topanga to like marry you or something like that. Maybe you get a piece of that. Uh, uh, the she fact that I'm already you? married. Uh, yeah, that would have been a problem. That would have been a problem. problem. But I'm always willing yeah, to problem. I'm investigate writing problem and explore other other arrangements. She right. Was, problem. She was also in. Uh, <laughs> I wrote problem on the paper. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to that. She was also in some National Lampoon's movies. Like was recently. She? Okay. Yeah, it was like uh, the, the dorm something or. I have to. I have yeah. to check up on her. Yeah, we can ask Matt Kelly which one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I could call her, but it's Matt a Kelly's sitting thing. there being like, "Boy Meets World, Style Network, <laughs> National Lampoon, the slow erosion to showing your boobahood. Like it, it is. It, it is happening. It is happening. It is happening. We have to keep you're in a Danielle race and this guy yeah. apart as far no, as, long yeah. as possible. Danielle, uh, do not visit Geekscape.net. Please, no. Somehow he will, I will find your. You. Please do not, Danielle. If you are watching this. We're all fans. Yes. Not stalkers. Uh, that would be the guy who writes the DVDs once a month column. Um, so, guys, uh, we have a huge show today. The big movie that came out was Pirates 4. Did you see Pirates 4? Um, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Did you see this? I have not seen it. I'm a little behind okay. on the... That's okay. Uh, I, the last one I saw, I saw half of uh, the... No, maybe like the... Who's the, the last movie you saw, yeah. Yeah, well... Oh, I, the I, last I, uh, of the, Yeah, of the third one, yeah. And I I was upset after the second one, so... Uh, I thought, yeah, good time to get out. Yeah, the... Um, you guys know my personal problem with the uh, Pirates movies, and it goes back to All being right, such a huge fan of the Monkey Island games. Remember those games, Monkey Island, that were on the PC? Oh, yeah, The yeah. adventure games. yeah. Phenomenal games. Uh, I never played them, but I'm going to take your word for it. Supposedly, there was a script made in Hollywood for the Monkey Island movies. A lot of that, those writers went on to write Treasure Planet mm -hmm. and, oh, the, right. and the Pirates movies. Oh, okay. So then you see elements of them being in, in Pirates 2 and 3. Right. And, jo and Jonathan, Jonathan sits there in the audience getting really depressed. So knowing that I uh, didn't enjoy the second and third movies, but really do, the first movie is great. Yeah, I like the first one. But I didn't enjoy the second and third movie. A bit long. Uh, I think you walked out halfway through the third one thinking the movie was over. That's how long the... Like, <laughs> you were like, well, that was good. It faded yeah, out. It was, it was I, originally I, meant to be 300 webisodes. Yeah. But they decided to just play them back to back. It's like a Chinese soap opera. It just goes for decades. You know? Um... The, oh, they made her the pirate king. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay, all right. Yeah, this makes sense. Uh, Pirates Four uh, has a new director. Um, in it seems like it's, it was, it's a chance to reinvent the franchise a bit. Which uh, what I thought was the problem with two and three was that you clearly had a protagonist in the first one, when Orlando Bloom's character, mm -hmm. and he's got kind of this Han Solo-ish rogue buddy who helps him along. Right. And imagine if Empire and and, uh, and and Jedi had come out, and they were like, you know what? Let's just focus on Han. You see how the the the, the narrative thrust of the story would have kind of been delineated, and you'd be like, wait, wait a minute, but it's about Luke Skywalker. I feel like Johnny Depp took over those last two and those last two movies, and not for the better of the franchise, right? The movies got longer and a bit more meandering, and well, unfocused. also also Han Solo's character has a, a bit more depth than right. the guy that's really happy with your guy, you know, all the way through the movie. Well, yeah. this fourth movie is a chance for them to refocus, and having seen it, I think that for the most part they did. Uh, Johnny Depp is clearly the protagonist of this fourth movie. Mm -hmm. Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley's movie uh, characters aren't even referenced in it. Oh, um, he's it moved on. He's moved on. No, yeah. not, 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 not even Jack's at all. Moved on. He... And Captain Jack and Barbosa. 
are now the movie opens and there's the mystery has arisen about the uh, Ponce de Leon who is in search of the Fountain of Youth and how there's whisperings that we've found all the clues in order to, to pursue it. The Spanish Navy is going to go after it. The British can't have this. They've hired Barbosa, who's uh, uh, Jeffrey Rush's character, who returns to go after it. But also in, in Johnny Depp's character, he's a rogue scoundrel. He needs a ship, so he uh, actually joins up with uh, Penelope Cruz's character, who's uh, Blackbeard's daughter. And Blackbeard is played by Ian McShane, which is the big highlight of the movie. I think the movie's good. I can see how halfway through it you guys get a little bit bored. Once they've got, they get to the island where the Fountain of Youth is pretty quickly and without a whole lot of problems. Once they're there, the mermaid sequence is kind of cool. Um, the mermaids become really violent and start <laughs> snatching people and pulling them into the water Lovely, and killing them. Yeah. So that scene's pretty cool. There are some cool set pieces in the movie. Um, but some of the secondary characters kind of dilute the attention. They're not as exciting. Kind of the... Uh, the, the good-looking guy alternate to Orlando Bloom in The Mermaid. One of the mermaids have like a, a romance that's never really more than an idea. Um, but Ian McShane, Penelope Cruz, I enjoyed both their, their performances. And Ian McShane's fun. He's like eating the scenery. He's, he's having fun with it. Um, it's not, absolutely, it's not as good as the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And at times it does feel like it's running on the fumes of the sorcery. But... It's enjoyable. If you guys watch it on a matinee, I don't think you guys are going to be bummed out, even when it gets slow. Uh, it has a pretty cool ending to it, and it definitely has enough for the justification of whatever millions of Pirates movies are going to come after this, because you know they've already greenlit number five and number six. You know, um, I had no qualms seeing this on a matinee on a Friday. Um, it was enjoyable, but not amazing. I have a question, which is, wasn't uh, Jeffrey Rush at some point... Was he like a skeleton or a Yeah, he was a skeleton, or... then he got revived. And in this so now one, he's well again, right? He's he's well. He doesn't look healthy, but but when you meet him, he, he ne- <laughs> no, no, he, he looks like a, a pirate. He looks like he, right. he doesn't have any vitamin C. Yeah, right? It's less, a little scurvy. A little scurvy. And when you see him, he actually has a peg leg now, which you learn through the course of the movie he got from Blackbeard. And he and Blackbeard have a bit of a history, and they're in a race to the Fountain of Youth. Um... Jeffrey Rush is in a race after Blackbeard for revenge, and Blackbeard is in a race because supposedly there's a, uh, a prophecy that he'll be killed by a one-legged man. Jeffrey Rush is the only one-legged man in the movie. Um, okay, <laughs> it seems like it seems like. <laughs> well, I'm glad they wound so, that so, little mystery. <laughs> yeah. So Blackbeard's like, I gotta get to the Mountain of Youth before the one-legged man kills me. I will lead him there. Yeah. He, all right. It's okay. fun enough that you overlook right. it. And, but it's better than the last two, right? Absolutely better okay. than the last two. And it, and it feels tight considering the running time is a little bit smaller. You know? and, and I think the fact that it was based on a pre-existing novel on Stranger's Tides helps the narrative a bit and keeps things okay. focused. Because how unfocused were number two and three? You're like, okay, I, we're over here, we're over here. I, mean, I didn't realize there were so many times in a in like a two-hour period that i could stop no, no those movies were like three hours well, three long. hours those, yes. those again see, were, it, it, those were no it distorted my yeah. my understanding of time and space yeah you're like yeah so you're like man i just wanted to st- oh my god i can see through my hand yeah what is I, uh, I think one thing that the original trilogy of pirate movies kind of where it definitely went off the rails is they wrote captain jack sparrow without knowing the what performance Johnny yeah. Depp was it was going to be good or not yeah, yeah. And he went in and just did something amazing. So in those sequels, they started saying, oh, well, what can we write to? Yeah, do more of the Jack Sparrow stuff. And it gets tired. Yeah. 
totally gets tired. Like, oh, yeah. That conversation yeah. between seven Jack Sparrows and the second one made no sense whatsoever. You know, the writers are just like, hey, the Jack Sparrow, this will be great. There used to be a comic that I don't know if you guys uh, are aware of this guy, but uh, there used to be a comic named Foster Brooks. Mm-hmm. Foster Brooks is. Um, big thing. And this was during the time when the Dean Martin did his roasts and all that kind of thing where Foster Brooks was a drunk and so he'd come out <laughs> you know, and it was you know, it was funny for, you know, three minutes. So imagine taking that character and building a movie around him. It's gonna, it, it's gonna make you want to kill yourself. It's like, yeah. okay, we get it, you're drunk and you wear makeup. I got it. I got it. Let's, please, more pirates. Yeah, Captain Jack definitely had to assume more the, the hero role and pushing the narrative forward on this one instead of being as reactionary as he was in like the second and third movies because those were definitely Orlando Bloom. I want to be a pirate. I want to get my father. I want to do this and that. But, you know. Um, 3D or 2D? I definitely saw it in 2D. Um, and filmed in, in 2D, right? It's not, not sure. it's not a 3D movie, right? I'm not it, sure. It, I'm not sure. It, it, they released in 3D. I, I but just, I mean, it wasn't, yeah. it, was it was shot it, to be 3D? or I don't yeah. know. I, I do know that uh, they, stopped, they didn't shoot in St. Kitts or the Caribbean this time. They actually shot in Hawaii. And Lost has totally killed that, that, that <laughs> island for location <laughs> shooting. Right, because they, they are walking through. I was like, oh, Harley played golf right over there. You know yeah. what I mean? Wow. There is already a path. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you don't really have to smack yeah. through all those vines. Right. It's, it's done. Right. Uh, it's uh, it's where's the fountain of? Oh, there's a hatch. I mean, yeah. the, the rocks, the there's beaches. Also a hatch? Is it? Did someone lose a plastic hula skirt? Yeah, I mean, it, it was. It, it, at one point, they get to the archway that's from. Uh, remember the Jeff Bridges King Kong that came out in the seventies? Oh yeah. Remember that big sure. archway of rock? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A, I was like, okay, where is the? Like, you, you're on Skull Island. This isn't even. <laughs> this isn't fun right now. <laughs> is it supposed to be Florida? Uh, is that? No, I don't know. You know what? They 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 get to the island so quickly. Whatever. Oh, um, island. Okay. Whatever it been, is. It's a bay. I don't know. I've been to Florida, and there is no fountain of youth. <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Some rowdy comedy shows, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you want to get something thrown, th- yeah, yeah, we don't, yeah. We don't yeah. like your comedy around these parts, boy. Yeah, if you want to get something thrown at you, the only time I've ever had What's anything actually yeah. thrown at me was Florida. Mm-hmm. Some some of the most. The most terrible things ever have happened in Florida. Give me a top three. Uh, top well, one, whatever you well, got. Let me see. The first time I was there was, I think, Jacksonville, Florida, and I had a super kind of. Rednecky uh, club owner guy, you know, basically just sh- shit all over San Francisco. Oh, great! That's yeah, fun. That was great. That's fun. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm all. <laughs> I'm sure gonna enjoy the rest of my week. Okay. <laughs> as soon as they yeah. give you the announcement, right? Go on stage yeah. from then, San Francisco. Yeah, uh, I'm just doing everything I could to avoid eye contact with this guy for the rest <laughs> of the week. And then the and then this other place, which was actually a club that you were there uh, a week. <laughs> oh, they're always a week. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the horrible part about doing. If it doesn't work the first the night, yeah, the first night you get a pretty good idea of what it's going to be like. You're like, <laughs> oh great, four more days of this. What do you do for that week? Because how long is your set? You know an what? hour, deep, hour and a half. You dig into your. You do two soul. sets a night. Yeah. Well, and, and what do you do during the day? Like, what the fuck do you do? You you know, I mean, luckily there's if you're lucky there's some there's sort of transportation, right? That's what you normally do is you just there's a like a ten block radius of some strip malls and you walk around you I mean, go in stores that you never would go I can understand being in a rock people. band when my brother was a wrestler I remember like, like, he would go to all these but he would be in a different place every night your brother was a wrestler? 
he still is a wrestler, like but, a, like but a, he doesn't travel like every day now. Wow. He only does weekends. And but like, and I remember, he, like, you get to the thing, you kind of meander for an hour or two, but you got to work, and then you got to travel. You yeah. are there, and you're there to you're win stuck. it. Yeah. For a week. Well, you you bring books, and you okay. bring movies, and you do whatever you can. To, <laughs> you know, that. you work it out. But like, there was so there were like there was one place when I was in Indianapolis where like all of a sudden, I like the first night I go up on stage and. Uh, the middle act, they love him. They mm-hmm. love him to the point of like it, it's they worship him. Someone, you, someone you're still familiar with, a friend. Uh, or... I'm trying to remember his okay. name. Okay, well, so like, no, yeah. yeah, that's okay. But uh, <laughs> but he, uh, but you know, I mean, a, a nice guy and all that. But like, you know, he would take his shirt off and he would do jokes about you know, you know, here's what you do when you're stoned, and you know, okay, fine. And and it was one of those things where they loved him so much, I would come on and it would just shut down. And what's the gist of your set? Like, what, what, what kind of stuff do you talk about? Uh, you know? Dark material. Right. So there's necrophilia <laughs> and the Special Olympics and, <laughs> you know. So uh, it was... We, so that they was were just having fun. They were having a party. It yeah, was a college. Like, ah, yeah, and all of like a sudden, a, awful, right. grim, like, grim reality comes right, in. You know, like, like, word play. And like, what? what? Uh, you know, we're just eating Doritos. You know, and like bits that you have to like make a, a, a visual picture in your head. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. We're just sitting here getting high, eating yeah, Cheetos. Exactly. And like waiting for the girls to come over. So, you know, and it will always be like about 15 minutes where they would be like, Fuck. wait a minute. You know, and you don't have to warm them You're up. You're not the last them. guy. You, know? I mean, you do everything you can. Yeah. But so the first night of that, you know. It's like you, you're like, oh great, and I you just know that it's going to be like this the whole week. And sure mm-hmm. enough, and and on and Saturday, you don't change anything. You don't try. And oh, I change. I'll change what whatever I can. Yeah. yeah, I'll do whatever I can without, you know, selling out my integrity yeah. or whatever. Got it. And uh, yeah, it was it was horrible. And then after the show, you'd have these moments where. Like, you know, people would come up to the middle guy and go, hey, y'all, you should have been the headliner. And, like, reaching across my face to shake his hand, you know. know, Uh, This, I feel really good about myself now. This is nice. And I've got two more days of it. How much heroin did you do during those periods (laughs) of of self-hatred? It's always the kind of things that you think of later. You go, I should have done... should have had heroin. Oh yeah, I should have, I should have brought yeah. something. I should, this would be a perfect time exactly. to tie one off. I have a, like, I have an empty compartment in the boot of my <laughs> shoe. I could have gotten. I'm gonna do sin. so much heroin. I lose my leg and have to replace it with something. I can then put heroin in. Though, right? That particular gig, I if I had it, I probably would have made like an eye pack out of it yeah. and just put it directly into my eyes. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, over the course of 25 years. Yeah, said, no. Like, I mean, the the. Obviously, Those are the, the good. Those yeah, are right. The, yeah. the good times far outweigh the bad. I don't want but. you walking out of Geekscape and then killing yourself. No, Hope, no, hopefully, Geekscape no, is no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine now. And you I'm have a fine. home with Chris and Graham at Comedy <laughs> Film Nerd. Right, exactly. You're amongst good friends. No, I've, right? I, I, I've had lovely, lovely stand-up times. But, okay. Uh, All right. Um, what are the movies you're looking forward to this summer? You saw? Did you see Thor? I did see Thor. Yeah, how fucking great was Thor? We'll be talking about Thor until um, Green Lantern. But okay. how great was it? Well, uh, here's the thing. <laughs> okay, okay. No, no, no. You may not have liked Thor. Here's the thing. Okay. Thor, I, I, I enjoyed Thor. Hmm. But Thor, it has problems. Yes. And which, the problem, for the most part, is the middle. It, uh, Natalie Portman, hmm. not so good. Don't, don't. She, I thought she was terrible. It, it, and terrible they have, they terrible have, or terrible. could have been anybody. 
Could, well, that too. It's yeah. like she There's that too. She could have been anybody. She could have been anybody. Right. They had no chemistry whatsoever. Right. And the... Cat Dennings had more chemistry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, staring off into the mountains and talking about Asgard and like... You don't I, do that? I, I just... Yeah. And I especially... I felt like you could have cut a good 20 minutes out of that. And The uh, movie sets up, it sits... And then it's got, I think it has a great resolution, but for the most part, that... that All the Asgard right, stuff, yeah. great. Okay. Yeah, and, and I did like the guy who played Thor, but there's a lot of stuff of, like, you know, the the way he gets in and gets his hammer and he gets under the fence and, like, really, this is the top secret shield security <laughs> perimeter? You know, oh, who's that blonde guy walking yeah. towards us? Yeah. Hawkeye, for, like, I wanted Hawkeye to, like, at least lose an arrow. Loose an arrow. Shoot like, an like arrow, when, he's finding, right. when he's finding that black yeah. dude... And I thought the black dude would like shove him and be like, "You're good." And then he shoots like a shock arrow. Is that Luke or, like, Cage? Is that him. supposed to be Luke Cage? Uh, no, it was just some dude. I guess I don't know. Well, the Hawkeye stuff was all shot later. It, it was, was. It was in separation. Only, yeah, it was only. Him. Can you confirm this? Confirm this. I'm yes, writing down. Confirm this. Like the Hawkeye confirm stuff, this. they shot way later, by himself. The fight scene had happened, and confirm then they this. and they had it was just the Shield agent and Hawkeye. Okay. And they shot that stuff and then cut it in. He has said that with such confidence that I know. I don't need it to he, even. I believe he check was it. on set. Yeah, no, I, I will now say that. I believe Walton was I, there, being like, being like, Kenny, Kenny B. No, mind, no, mind no, if no, I uh, put thing. in a little bit on the editing here? Hawkeye is my favorite character in comics. Laura loves wow. him too because Dude. of the damn cartoon. We watch Dude. those Avengers DX. My wife and I watch the Avengers DX. Yeah. I can't watch them without him. I, you love, know that, I, I love that show. That's better than so. That was better. You than like Thor. that better than Thor? Yeah. My wife loves the Hawkeye. She goes, he's so funny. Da, 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 da. And she she got so excited. I didn't. I, I try because knowing she loved Hawkeye, I didn't tell her Hawkeye's in the movie. And when you have that scene where he goes for the gun, and then he goes for like the compound bow, and they do kind of bitch him out, give him the compound bow. Like, come on, he can he can pull a damn arrow. Like he can pull it, right? They give him a compound bow. She goes, wait, what's why do? <gasps> she got all excited, and for me, that's more excitement than I can give her in any other realm of our relationship. So I saved really that, right? No, no, please. Uh, you need to understand our shortcomings. <laughs> this is part I, of being a geek. I, I, being I can, honest. There's somebody that you can call. I can give you his... <laughs> we did. You're here. <laughs> we All did. Right, you're then. here. All right, tell me what you got. Okay. All right. No. Uh, she was excited. She was excited. But I understand about that middle, for sure. Uh, the Green Lantern, they just put out a Green Lantern trailer. That I'm excited about. Did you see this most recent Green Lantern trailer? Nope. Do not. I'm so Too glad, Matt, Matt, do not Too watch this stuff, thing. Right? I, I told Walton, Walton, before you came over, I was like, I really wish I hadn't seen that last Green Lantern trailer. It's a short trailer. It's only like two minutes, but what it shows, guys, steer clear, okay? Green Lantern, I'm guessing you guys are all going to see it, right? If you're watching Geekscape, chances are you're going to see it. Don't fucking watch this last trailer. Don't watch any of the trailers. If you do, it's available on Geekscape.net. But... Don't watch it. I made the mistake. I made the mistake. I made the mistake of ruining the mistake of going to Geekscape and watching it. And this it, is the type is, of wordplay so that doesn't work in Indianapolis. <laughs> the fuck is this? <laughs> mistake? Mistake? You telling me he's from Francis, Francisco? <laughs> he's gonna give us all AIDS. Um, the, the, You've been guys, there. <laughs> um, the guys, this the, don't see it. Just stop. At, at some point, geeks, we have to be responsible for ourselves and say. Even though I'm excited, I'm going to put yeah, on the brakes, right, exactly. right? I want to be excited about it. I don't I'm not going to. I'm not going to act like a know-it-all. I know yeah. geeks. We love to be know-it-alls. Yeah. I could have easily yeah. ruined my wife's 
almost mm -mm, fascination and excitement about uh, Hawkeye, but I held to myself. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the good yeah, husband. I also, like, I, I never understood, like, the guys that, like, hey, man, I got the advanced script of, like, well, I don't want it. Yeah. Yeah, I want to I see it. Like, you guys work on it and work on it, and then when it's out, I will judge that. Right. But I'll go back if I, I want. I have two scripts on my desk. I have um, Tarantino, but I want to read it for the... Diego yeah, I, mm -hmm. I want to read it for the the t writing of it. Right, I'm, I'm right. in writing oh, mode oh, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And I have an unpublished uh, an, a, a, a movie, a script from 1988. I forget what it's called, but it's John Carpenter. It's, it was for a John Carpenter movie that never got made, and it's written by, um, damn, on the edge of my tongue. Uh, who's, the, who's the dude who's going to do uh, Iron Man three? He did could he, uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, uh, Black. Shane Black Shane and uh, Fred Decker. Oh wow! They they were friends. Like Fred Decker, Shane Black, John. Yeah, well, they worked movie? they worked together a lot. How is and, that not? And made? it wasn't created in '88. The, the, and, and I have those two to write or to read, and be like, okay, cool. It got me into writing mode. But I think for something like a Green Lantern, something you're going to see so quickly, and where the writing is, I'm not I'm not going to say the writing's pedestrian, but the writing is Hollywood, and it's kind of just like more plot driven. Than, than, We're talking Green Lantern. Yeah, it's something okay. like you know what I mean. Like with with Tarantino, you want to read a Tarantino script because the writing is so much about what his movies are about, what his movies are, with the dialogue, with the this, the characters, and this and that. Whether you love or hate him, I would argue it's his stamp. I would argue, yeah, that the writing's too much. Well, the writing is <laughs> everything that he's ever seen and liked. So, right. Right. so if yeah, if you want a quick history of Hong Kong films, go <laughs> see Kill Bill and you know and samurai movies and you know what where. Where Tarantino flies is like his dialogue and and the creating the scenarios, you know, the, his execution. But um, but if we're gonna get into storylines and you know, I mean, it's I want to read him for like yeah, the pulp nature yeah. of what his writing. Yeah, I mean, pulp fiction to, yeah. has so many film noir uh, conceits that you know, okay, great, well, that's fine. You like this stuff, but it's not exactly original. The what I the way I describe it to my uh, students is. Uh, in such a derivative art form as film is, especially you know, 100 plus years into it, um, we're really just looking at people's mixtapes, where they're like, I, right, they're yeah, like yeah. I loved this old song, you know. And Tarantino for me does really cool mixtapes. I'd like to get a mixtape from that guy. And when I watched his movies, I was like, this is a great mixtape. It's a good way to get you interested in his source material, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, How many he, mixtapes did you get? Remember, mixtapes used to lead you to discover new artists, and then you'd go and get sure, the full yeah, album. Sure, yeah, I know. He, I, he did Reservoir Dogs, and then I went and saw the, the actual film that w was made from City on Fire. Yeah. And you go, oh, okay, and it leads you down this road of Chow Yun Fat and mm -hmm. John Woo, and you know, okay, great. And and that's what and that's what I love about him. He celebrates it, and I don't, I don't think he would say that you know. The, I think he would admit his influences, mm -hmm. but go ahead. Oh no, I just he burped. So no, no, he was no. off camera. He burped. I, I, I felt an idea coming, and I, I need a, I I need got a piece in, of this. I got into a very similar discussion about Tarantino last week, and somebody said, "Well, what about *Inglorious Bastards*? There's nothing else like that." I'm like, "You haven't seen *Black Gestapo*." There's I mean, a movie they, called *Inglorious Bastards*. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. It's like there's so many in. I'm just like, you really don't yeah. know what you're talking about yeah. if you say Tarantino's an original voice. Now, yeah. is he a great voice? I, I really love his movies, but too, yeah. it, I... it's simply a fact of his movies are great gateway drugs to some really great yeah. cinema. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, I, the, back to the Green Lantern thing. Just this week, uh, from my office, I 
can see uh, La Brea and Sunset, and I saw a billboard go up for Green Lantern. And yeah. I just, it just dawned on me. I'm like, they made a Green Lantern yeah, movie. Yeah, you know that? what? They, they made a, <laughs> yeah, they made a yeah. Thor movie. Like, they made like, a Thor movie? Like, what is that? With the core in it. The Green Lantern yeah. core is mm-hmm. in the Green Lantern movie. I was just, like, blown away. I'm like, what a great fucking time to be a geek. Exactly. He didn't walk out I completely and got hit by a bus. <laughs> well, yeah, you better be careful that's, what that's curb what you walk out That's what I felt about like, when I saw Thor. Like, I had some problems and there this, but then I, 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 I sort of reflected on it and kind of thought, wow, that is the probably, that's without a doubt, that's going to be the best Thor movie you're going to get. Right. Unless they make it again, you know. Because it's such a weird... And, or know, if they remake uh, Adventures of Maybe Sam. <laughs> well, uh, well, Thor, Thor, we've argued on this show was a remake of Dolph Lundgren's Mass of the Universe. So, like, uh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a very, uh, a much better done. Guys, uh, speaking of remakes and things like that, uh, Eric Diaz, who writes our Weekend Geek on the Geekscape website, um, submitted the news that MGM is remaking Carrie. Uh, MGM is now, I mean, MGM's in a, in a place where they're getting money from Sony and places like that just so they can keep their core franchises like James Bond going. Um, it seems like it seems like working on a brand to keep the wolves at bay. Because um, it worked out so well yeah. when they remade it before and called it a sequel. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, why, why not make some new movies? Why, you know, there right. are a lot of scripts that people write. You can get them. Well, this is this is MGM like playing roulette and having this giant pick of oh I could pick this number this number I could pick this and it's like no let's just put it on black right you know you know we're not the bean counter so at some point like we have gotta wonder what they're doing but hopefully they've been changing bean counters because their bean counters have been failing them over the last couple of years well what's what's great about the comic book stuff is that they're because everything is sort of motivated from a place of fear right so everybody wants to get the most of their return and what's great about doing comic book movies is you don't have to think about it like oh okay we've we'll do this we'll do this one we'll do this one and then they can what's nice at least they're finally getting to people who like the source material and understand it mm-hmm. and you know the fact that kenneth branagh actually made great a thor choice. movies is that's that's pretty cool. That's Did you nice. see the picture of Bane that's up right now on the website? Uh, Tom Hardy is Bane and Chris. Oh Arnold wow! Bane. Wow, nice. It's up on the internet. Nice. Yeah, we have it on our site. Great. And, and I love, I love that. I, and you were talking about you know they made a Green Lantern movie, and that's how I feel too. Is that I'm I'm I, I have to pinch myself every once in a while. Like yeah. holy crap! Been, yeah. Uh, not, Middle sorry, part of Thor, you had to pinch yourself to keep yourself awake. Is what you said. Yeah, I, I had to <laughs> stab something <laughs> into a. There's always going to be the Batman movies. There's always going to be a Superman movie. But the fact that they're actually, like, getting into... I mean, there was a Jonah Hex movie. Granted, it was shit. But they made a Jonah Hex movie. You're talking about those second, third tier movies. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. Like Ghost Rider. Very exciting. (laughs) Ghost Rider is one of those ones where it's like... I was was sort of... That was a conflict for me because it's not like the original Ghost Rider was, like, this hard-hitting, gritty... You know, it doesn't it have a, it doesn't have its own skull. It, yeah. But but yeah, there's a better way to do it than what they yeah. did. Uh, I yeah, and I saw that movie. It was called Drive Angry. I no, completely that movie, disagree with your that, review. That movie, I, I did not like that movie. It, it it really was. It was the Ghost Rider movie I wanted to see. I heard, I heard that was really fun. And, Some and people it was, like it. I did not think it was fun. fun. But it really and shot is, in 3D. Had they just made that as Ghost Rider, 
Yeah. It would have been awesome. The, the movie's silly. I can see where tons of people enjoy it. I can see why you enjoy it. I can see why you might enjoy it. William Bibiani loves it. I just wasn't in the place, I guess, when I saw it. Um, but the fact that we're at a yeah. place now where not only yeah. are they making superhero movies, but especially when it comes to the Marvel stuff, that we're they're making superhero movies that interconnect with each other that are leading to an Avengers movie. That's just crazy. Like, yeah. I, you know... I expected the apocalypse before, you know, I expected well, to be living. Well, it came and went. I know, you know and, I, and I, I was told that there was going to be the dead rising from the grave. I was going to go movie and for a bunch of free clothes. And the rapture happened, uh, just only a couple people went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know this? Have you read the, take a car. The, the, the Bible was... is a rule book. <laughs> You know, like, yeah. the, like it's a giant fucking rule. It book. is never try wrong. not breaking those rules. It is never wrong. To, <laughs> it that's never the one contradicts thing. itself. Yeah, never. No. Um, yeah, the, the, there were like twelve people. Walton says who could, who walked the fine line and, and got it. Uh, and those they were the, yeah, <laughs> those, those people those people when they grew up could have also beat battle toads on the original NES. They were that <laughs> skilled and fine tuned as human beings. Um, it's, guys, we're going to keep talking about we're remakes. Keep, keep Seth MacFarlane is reviving the Flintstones. Did you hear about this? Seth yeah, MacFarlane yeah. from Family Guy is doing the Flintstones. I don't really have a, an opinion here or there on it. I, I'm very excited. You're excited about it? I, I think it's a great if, idea. If, Why if not? you watch a lot of Family Guy, you see how much love he has for the Flintstones mm-hmm. with the jokes he puts in about it. So it, it's, I think he's coming at, to that remake with from a place of love and like really, really like loving it. And he's been trying to get it done for years. But he's got a development deal with Fox, and Warner Brothers had the rights, and he didn't want to work for Warner Brothers, and got finally it. got them to agree on a co-production, and it's it's exciting. Do you think his? Uh, oh, we can't speak for for Mr. McFarlane, but you think his caring about the material might uh, like impede his edginess that, that he's made his name it, on? Like he's, you think it, he's already stated, it's not he's not going for that tone. Okay, he's going for an update, but it's it's essentially. If you go back and you watch the Flintstones and you watch the TV shows mm-hmm. that were around at the time, the yeah. Honeymooners, it really was just an animated version of the Honeymooners. The yeah. Honeymooners. Under and, the moon. Okay. And so I think that's the same tone he's going to go for now. He just it, what he said is, it's "I friends." Just, <laughs> he's going to give us like friends. He's going to give us like two and a half men. Well, more like King like, of Queens. Probably, okay, got it. But like funny. <laughs> right. Uh, but that's. I, I think that's. I, I think it's. That's one of those properties that. It, it's the past paradigm has been done. I mean, it's done. Mm-hmm. There's really not much more you can do with that. It, I think it's great that he's going to take it and, you know, maybe like what Ralph Bakshi did with Mighty Mouse and that kind of thing, you know, put his own spin on it. That's, I, I welcome that. I'd rather have that than somebody doing just another one of those horrible, like, you know, the Flintstones meet Scooby Doo and Batman yeah. and, you know, yeah. and it's horrible and, and everything is sort of put toward a kid that's like six years old i love you know i like classic marshmallows and cereal yeah, right yeah right well you gotta also remember flintstones wasn't a saturday morning cartoon yeah it was, it was, it was prime time yeah it was prime time so it'll be interesting to see and i'm also curious if they're gonna uh make pebbles uh british and evil and can no i got gotcha. i love that yeah. i love that because i uh i've always hated pebbles <laughs> and uh, bam, bam, as a team um, Nothing good can come from that union. They could have just called them Cousin yeah. Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, uh, our buddy who's on the site, uh, Stephen Lindsay, wrote a yes. comic called Jesus Hates Zombies. They're published by 215 Inc., who, uh, 215 Inc., whose shirt I'm wearing right now. Ooh. They're also publishing the Super Action Man comic. That's why great. Are uh, why are you making a ghost sound? <laughs> uh, 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 Jesus is a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Eric Balfour, the actor, is signed to direct the Jesus Hate Zombies movies. So, uh, well, movies, I said plurally, hopefully, Stephen. Uh, but, but at least the first one. So that, yeah. that's news. That's cool. Uh, Macho Man. we got to have a moment of silence for Randy Macho Man Sa- uh, Savage. He died? <laughs> Good moment of silence. <laughs> Randy Savage had a heart attack yesterday and hit a tree. Yesterday or the day before? Uh, it was Friday. Friday. He wow. he had a heart attack in traffic, drove into a tree, and died. Do they know which thing actually killed him? Probably, it, it was it was the injuries from it was the, the injuries from okay. the car crash. Right. Wow. Isn't but that Miss crazy? Elizabeth uh, lived. She had minor injuries. Uh, well, Miss Elizabeth has been dead for years. The beautiful the beautiful Elizabeth has been dead for years. The woman who was in the car with him had only been his wife for a year. Oh. It's a different woman. No, Miss Elizabeth from, oh, match made in heaven, match made in hell. You ruined my wedding, Ted DiBiase. That Elizabeth has been dead for years. Really? I didn't that's, why, that's why my tweet joke was, I know, uh, it wasn't even a joke, but I said uh, on Twitter, I was like, you know what? Like, I know there's a match made in heaven, a match made in hell joke in here somewhere. I know there's a reunion with a beautiful Elizabeth joke in here somewhere. I'm not going to do it. I'm pissed. I'm sad. And that's all I gotta say on the Randy Miles from Man Savage, and he was in Spider Man One, so I think it, 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 it it's relative to you geeks, like it works. Well, Sam Weller from uh, uh, First Edition, uh, he actually built a uh, a list of like his greatest moments for Ranker uh-huh. uh, on our website, and it's Randy Savage moments. Yeah, okay. Randy Savage moments, and he there's moments me. from his life. And, <laughs> and he messaged me. Picking he's up like, the mail. I, I finished making this list. I gotta go. Uh, was he upset? He, he was, was upset. Really upset. He was upset. Okay, Damn. that's ridiculous. I'm sorry. He is upset. I, I, I have. Really I, loves I have a big problem with people who get too upset about uh, celebrities dying. dying. Yeah, celebrities dying. Well, 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 no, because, no, no, no. Why, why is mean, this, Matt? Why is well, this? Well, it's be, it's because I'm. I mean, where you're tearing up. I mean, if you're like, oh wow, when I when I found out Don Knotts died, I was like, well, oh, right, you know. That's you know we're gonna miss him and but but to to be physically Affected. distraught like you, that's a little crazy. Why? Like, well, now why do you say that? Because I'm not saying you're wrong. Except for know. some seminal people like John Lennon was such a giant force, but I mean really uh, like a professional wrestler is not I think in that same category. And, and if it is, maybe you need exactly. And that's why if that is happening to you, though, maybe you need to examine your life a little closer and some of the choices. Did you, you hear that, Sam Muller? Wow. Did you hear that? Wow. That's, How about that? Huh? Yeah. Oh, all the calls. I, I think, the calls you're gonna oh, get. No no, 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 nobody watches this shit. Um, uh, Matt, Matt, I think the argument you could make is that people find inspiration from. A, a multitude of places that we can even can't even predict in the like you know what I mean like we like we, like Sam Weller I, he's I, a guy I, whatever whatever inspires Sam Weller from Randy Savage like that's his I I can't lay judgment on that you know what I mean well I, and I don't you know, know his life I, and I don't well, know this might have been a thing that like he, at a at a point in his he, childhood he, he, he was, it was a man uh, he, he he's still a man in need but uh, <laughs> but you, you, you I get you, what you're saying I get you I get what I'm saying right. John Hughes died I cried for about a half an hour. Like, like when John Hughes died, I got Excuse upset. <laughs> but, no, it's because his movies meant so much. But to these me are culture; up. these are cultural icons in some, it, it's of some relevance in some way. You know what I mean? Like, I understand. I Even understand. The Breakfast Club. Oh, dude, one of my favorites. Oh. <laughs> I I want to know. I want to find the pot that makes you want to run around. A library and do calisthenics. I do this whenever um, I wear a hoodie. Whenever I wear a hoodie, I do that. I, uh, I, I don't know what they were smoking then, but uh, I, actually, I love the message of that movie, too. Uh, 
while while everybody else is hooking up, we'll get the dork to do our homework for us. The end. <laughs> <laughs> they actually did a, a, a play version of it at Trey Stage. It's playing right now. It's, it's here like in LA? One more okay. Week. And I went and saw it, and it made me realize it's like, it doesn't matter how how much you think John Hughes can be adapted to the stage. He actually does such a good job. Like, it made me realize, like, just because you can adapt to the stage doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Because it made me realize, like, movies have that ability to focus your attention. Yeah. And, like, uh, because they're doing the whole thing where... Did you just realize this at 30? Huh? You just realize this? That, like, they have shots in them and, like, make edits? No, no, it just... Don't, guys, it, don't fight. <laughs> really? <laughs> Basically, uh, this is my review of the play. Oh, it, it, it didn't so, work. It just didn't work. Don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think you could do, like, I, I think every, because I'm not a giant fan of, of John Hughes, mm-hmm. but uh, I do think that any of those movies are so ripe for a musical, like every single one of them. Per- Pretty in Pink and some kind of wonderful, you could, I mean, every one. Well, not the argument can be made, John Hughes injected so much music into them that they really right. never thought of that way. But, yeah. but yeah. Well, Walton, what I think you're trying to say is like, if you're going to adapt some of this stuff, and I'm not saying not, because supposedly the um, the adaptation of, uh, what what is it? Um, damn it, the I Am an FBI Agent. Catch Me If You Can? No. I Am an FBI Agent. It's um, North Shore. Or not North Shore. Um, point Break. The Point Break Live oh, is, is like oh, a great oh, yeah. theatrical adaptation they, because they, they do, do a lot of live stuff. Live thing, stuff. Yeah. You gotta you gotta take whatever you're gonna adapt. You gotta put it. You gotta look at the the, the convention that you're adapting it to and build on the strengths of that. Well, Johnny, Not trying to rely on. By yeah. an audience oh, I am a like, FBI agent. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, uh, real quick, Arnold's Schwarzenegger's projects have been put on hold. The, that would be the, the two uh, the two Terminator movies that he two? got attached to. Yeah, wow. in Cannes there was a bidding war for the Terminator franchise. Good Somebody Lord. won it. Said, "I'm doing two Terminator movies." Schwarzenegger is signed to do the two uh, uh, Terminator movies, and then he stops. I don't know. <laughs> I, at this point, he can just be the guy pulling the like wheel that makes the Terminators. Oh. <laughs> He's like, "I'm sending Terminators well, yeah, to right. the past." <laughs> Like I don't know. Um, they're just gonna like they're gonna CGI everything just around this part of his face. Well, I, I think don't he saw John, know. Yeah. Uh, legacy. <laughs> yeah, he saw. Sh- I could do that. I could that do that. Yes, he could. Yes, he could. I that was go back and bang Sarah. Yeah, that Connor. was a whole lot of fun. There. Now that he's the, known legacy. as the Inseminator, I think it, like just rename the franchise. You know, I will. Well, ins- I will inseminate I, the I, past it, to change the future. Yeah. And it, now he ins- now he's now he's John Connor's dad. He cock blocks Michael Bain. <laughs> and it's like, you know, what do you think? He goes back wow. in time, cock blocks wow. Michael Bain, bangs Sarah Connor, John Connor's his. I need to look at T2 in a whole new way. I need to take my mind out and replace it because you've just blown it. <laughs> yeah, think about that shit. Think about that shit. Um, guys, uh, comics, real quick. Uh, the nice kids at ProjectFanboy.com are doing like a. I didn't even tell you, Walton, but but they're they're talking about Geekscape over there. We're going to talk about them. ProjectFanboy.com is a really damn good comic book website. Uh, Steven Jandro, who runs it, is uh, a big fan of Geekscape, so he was like, "Hey, we can talk about you guys. You guys talk about us. Go over to ProjectFanboy.com and check them out. I'll be on their podcast this week talking about the comic I wrote, uh, Super Action Man. That'll be." Still in orders, guys. If you guys want this book, go put an order in the comic book store. I can't guarantee that your comic book store is just going to see it and be like, I want to order that book for my customers. How long until we buy them? 
How, what? <laughs> yeah, how, how long before we buy Project Fanboy? No, mad no, no, with no. power. We're mad like with it. power. Um, no, I would say, uh, guys, if you really want the Super Reaction Man comic, it looks like this, except smaller. Um, you guys go to your comic book store and order a, co- a copy. Tell your uh, comic store owner that's what you want. It's on page 332 of this month's previews, but only for like another week. Um, it's also got order code 111228, I believe. And if you don't have a comic book store near you... Yeah, 111224. Some bookstores also uh, allow orders. There's comicstorelocator.com. And and also, uh, there are a lot of websites taking pre-orders for it, too. Uh, A couple of... If the comic book shop has a website, you can generally order them through that, too. Yeah. I'm going to pick it up myself. It'll be out in July. Of course, in July, we'll be in... uh, San Diego for the big convention. We'll have that there. I'll uh, see you guys uh, there. We'll see you at the Geekscape booth. You should come by and hang out, Mike. Uh, why did I call you Mike? Your name's Matt. You call me Mike. Uh, <laughs> Mikey. Uh, I was trying to say. I was trying to say. Uh, I was trying to uh, put a. You welcome. have, you have was, really changed. No, since, in the last forty minutes I've got here. I, I was going to put a Listen, whole. Mike. I was going to anyway. put a whole welcome mat to the uh, entire comedy film nerds team, and I called you Mike because I was thinking, okay, Chris, Graham, Matt, Mike. Yeah. That being said, you, the comedy film nerds should come hang out at the Geekscape booth at San Diego. Yeah, we'll right? we'll, we'll join superpowers. Um, also in comics, it'll be a crossover. I got sent like six or seven comic books. Uh, this is just a handful of them from uh, Kickstart Comics. They're here in LA. Um, they are a brand new comic book initiative. I think they've been around for like a year. Jimmy Palmiotti is one of the editors over there. It was started by this guy Jason Netter, who has like the um, Robotech franchise for film. Like he, you know, he's a guy who's involved in a lot of genre productions. He wanted to finally uh, put together his own comic book company. And our friend, former Geekscape guest, Savas Absavitis, who used to work at Wizard, is helping them out. And he mailed me a shit ton of comics. Uh, the thing about this comic book line is they're also available in like places like Walmart that comic books aren't normally associated with. So uh, we'll see how it is. I'm going to read... All 20 million of the books he sent me over the course of the next Go to couple yeah. weeks. What, what and I'll the... tell you like what's good or not. I don't know what's good or not. Like there's Ward Six, there's Headache, which hopefully doesn't. Do <laughs> there's I a million to, jokes. Do a million I need to have, have read uh, Ward uh, one through five first? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Come here, uh, you. <laughs> he- heavy, heavy water. Uh, oh, which? Is that about pregnancy? Which? In <laughs> uh, this one, Book of Lila. That's the only one I've heard of. That's the one you've heard I've of? I've heard of Book of Lila. I got this in the mail. I hadn't heard of a, of a lot of them, but uh, I was like, okay, I'll give them a read and I'll tell the Geekscapers which ones are good and which ones to avoid. Like, as a, uh, you know, as, as a, a truthful, like, non um, biased. biased uh, yeah. You could write person. up a little bit of a long box thought. I'm not writing shit. All right, uh, I, I could. I actually could. I actually could. Uh, I want to write on the site more. Oh, speaking of writing on the yeah. site, can we just give a brief shout out to our new writers? Eugene is killing it. Is killing it. Our like, news writer Eugene is killing it. Who's this other guy from Pennsylvania? Dennis. Uh, Dennis He's got like this crazy Frigio. Italian name. Dennis Matt, is killing it. Matt, he's Matt, Matt Kelly's friend. Matt Kelly's teacher. Matt Kelly's teacher. He teaches he's him about love and life and how to stalk uh, Danielle the guy from we Boy Meets World. <laughs> he's wow. the guy we're he's like, the, he's the stalker. Dude, oh, oh, that's him. Yeah, the stalker. Wow. This kid, Matt Kelly. Um, let me My tell you, roommate. he's your future roommate. W- listen, you got you got to give us the the goods. Like, if he starts collecting human skin or like shit like that, like you got to tell it here on Geekscape. The world needs to know. Well, I don't look. I don't think there's such a problem with collecting the human skin. It's where it came from. I mean, if it just naturally fell off, then that's 
That's somebody, not weird. If somebody shed it. Yeah, that's yeah. not that's, that's not excuse, breaky or that's anything. The, that's but, the excuse he's gonna say. It's like I saw oh. a girl scratching at the bus stop, so I ripped it off. God, I hate liars. <laughs> He's going to be like, I saw a girl scratching her neck, so I just like helped her out a little. I saw the movie Black Swan. I know dancers have skin conditions. <laughs> yeah, Matt Kelly, uh, we, love, right place we, right we love you. We love you. Ugh. And knowing that we love you. I just remembered the finger. Make the right decisions. Oh. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. Think about that movie without. Black Swan is great. Oh. You did not properly warn me going into Why that Why would movie. I do that? Oh, my God. God, I wasn't prepared. It's a great movie. Why I would I warn you? I wasn't prepared at Why all for you? how intense that was. Yeah, no, it's a good movie. It Aronofsky. is a good movie. I'm not saying it, it wasn't good. I was just like, oh my God. It goes back is... to what we're saying about Green Lantern. Like, don't prepare your friends for this stuff. You know what I mean? They just be like, it's great. Go see it. Enjoy it. Right? But like Green Lantern, man, when I watched that three-minute trailer, I was like, it's just three minutes. It's going to be a lot of what we've seen before. It's not a lot of what I've seen before. I was like... Can I bring up yes. one thing? What the, you got, sir? Uh, uh, upcoming movie that I'm very excited yeah, well, about is the. Uh, and sorry for doing this a lot. No, I'm, no, I'm do it unused as much as you to. Want. Uh, this is your show now. I'm unused. I, I'm not used to the plastic frames. It's okay. I'm yeah. used to girls doing this. Uh, <laughs> see, I can't. I'm not on camera. So <laughs> yeah. what I'm doing. He's doing hey, a flick off. The show. finger. Yeah. Yeah. I get a lot of girls the, going. The fu finger. So, mm-hmm. uh, paying attention. Granted, but, I am showing my wings. That's the I. My eyes just. Right, right to it. They They're trying to me. block you, flapping His them in the face. His penis follows me around the room. But what, uh, what is your point, the, sir? The uh, the thing prequel. Yes. Uh, very excited about that. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I am actually curious. Yeah, it looks like it's actually done with some respect, and they're kind of doing some of the old school special effects. It's not going to be all CGI. And, and I have a huge crush on that girl. Uh, girl from Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. You don't say. Uh, no, Any of the girl actually, from Cop Pilgrim? I'm guessing no, you have a crush on actually. Okay, that, that's what you get her? First Cop Pilgrim. Nice. And she was in Final nice. Destination 3. And yeah. Jesus, you're talking to Matt Kelly. She's your Danielle, uh, what's her name? Official. official. She's your Danielle no, official. No, because I, I don't stalk her. I just... He, he loves her. He's not going to... At the point she, where you're watching Final Destination 3, it's stalking. <laughs> that was more a slight against the Final Destination that movies. He knows she can read his thoughts. And so <laughs> she, she knows his feelings. I told you all this last night in my you dream. Know, I can't even remember her, her name at the moment, though. So I'm not yeah. that bad. You're, yeah. you're off the hook. You're like, you're off, you're you're off like the hook. What is you're like the yeah. cavalier stalker. Like, well, I don't know. You're off the hook. I'm, I'm, totally, name, a, I'm totally obsessed. How ridiculous, with Matt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at this jerk. Um, let's talk video games real fast. Do you play video games? Do you partake in no, the video games? So it's. It, it, it's I, I have a so I have a good reason. Show. I have a good reason why. Because if I did, I would never. I would. Well, there, no, she would be. She would be fine. Video with games that. killed my father. I I would never. I, a long time ago, someone gave me the very first Nintendo, not Super Nintendo, yeah, yeah. 1985 Nintendo. NES. And I I got uh I was doing Super Mario and like that became important to me, and so now the way how great games are now. I would, I'd probably, uh, there's enough reasons why I don't want to leave the house. Well, Microsoft. This would be one more. Microsoft wants you guys to know that if you're going to college next year and you buy a Windows 7 computer that's more than 700 bucks or so, you know, put down on a computer, they have a deal now where they'll give you a free 360. Yep. So you kids who are going to college or graduating high school right now, um, you guys are looking to buy a new computer. If you buy a Windows 7 over $700, like, where did you find out about this deal? It's on the Geekscape no, website. It's on the Geekscape 
website, but um, it's also on uh, Microsoft's blog is where I caught it. Crazy. And it's legitimate? It's legitimate. They're going to give you a free 360 if you buy a computer for college. You're then going to drop out of college after your first semester. We're taping on Sunday the 22nd. Deal starts today. Okay. I I, I was... Major retailers are participating. that, That first year in college... Like, I played nothing but TIE Fighter versus X-Wing on my computer. <laughs> and, like, I discovered emulators for the first time. I was a dickhead with video games. Like, I, all I did was play video games the first year of college, and it sucked. Like, I, I didn't really have a real girlfriend until a year later. Yeah, it, I put it, down the damn video yeah. games and heard it. Now that I have a wife, I bought a PS3. I have a 360. I have a <laughs> Does she like games? My wife doesn't. Uh, she's interested in a couple games. I just got L.A. Noir uh, for the Sony... For like the PS3. That looks pretty cool. It looks great. The technology is phenomenal. It's got the guy who plays uh, Kenny in the in the in Mad Men. Mm-hmm. That actor is the lead in it. And you start out. I, I loved the idea of the game because I'm a huge Rockstar Games fan. I like the GTA. I love Red Dead Redemption. I love the open world nature of it. So I was really excited. Uh, I also, as a film uh, nerd, I'm also a big fan of romanticized early Los Angeles. So this this game is set in like 1947, 1948, and you start out as a, like just a patrolman, you know, uh, a regular cop. And the character has a backstory of being a bit of a war hero. And as you pr- progress through the game, you become a detective, first in traffic, then in vice. And uh, there's flashbacks to your time in the war. What I didn't know about the game are several things. There are a lot of Mad Men cast members in the game. Like, as I'm playing it, a lot of the people that I interview, in the facial reconstruction stuff and the acting is phenomenal. The writing's really damn good in this game. Um, When you interview people, you have a... When they give statements, you have a a chance to tell them that they're lying, whether uh, that you doubt their statement or that they're telling the truth. And depending on what you do, uh, what you accuse them of or don't, they give you more clues that lead you easier to it leads you to some more of the pieces of the case, right? If you clam them up, if you if you if you're wrong in your guesses or with the uh, evidence you give them to back you up, then they clam up and, and they don't give you anything, and you can fail the case. Um, so that part of it is fun. Um, it is really linear. The game doesn't have the open world feel that we love about Rockstar games, which is one thing that I'm kind of like. Eh. Because you're a cop, yeah, you can't just run down pedestrians, <laughs> which is so, such a fun thing that you do in that in those games, right? You're an outlaw in Red Dead Redemption. You're a, a, a gang member or whatever in, in Grand Theft Auto or Mobster. In this one, you're a police officer. You really do kind of have to walk the straight and narrow or there's uh, repercussions. It's also not... It doesn't feel as open world, as expansive as the map is. It doesn't have that feeling of you can just go dick around and do whatever the fuck you want. Because it saves after every piece of the game, and you only get one case at a time, right? It's not like missions where you choose between missions in, in GTA or people associates. You are stuck on a case, you're doing that case until you close the case or you fail the case, and then you get thrown back to the beginning if you fail it. Um, that said, because of the, the, the makeup of that, uh, that style of the game, it doesn't feel like you can just dick around. You have to go after clues, you have to go after suspects. Uh, the game still, I think the game's great, but it will, it'll turn people off who are turned off on Rockstar Games even more. That's, that's what I have to say about it. You know, there are a lot of people who are like, I expected GTA and I didn't like it. There are people who are like, I didn't like Rockstar Games to begin with, definitely don't get it. You know? But I'm enjoying the game, and for sure, I'm enjoying it because my wife and I love Mad Men, and she's watching it. 
and it does feel like you're playing through a procedural network show, you know, with clues and, and A leads to B leads to C and who did it, this and that. It does feel like a procedural. My wife can sit there and watch me play it with me, which is something she can't do when I play like the mind-numbing stuff like God of War or any of the platforms or any of those first-person shooters. Made duck hunt. <laughs> yeah. Like your wife is like, oh, whatever. It's a game. It's whatever. But something like this, instead of yeah. <laughs> yeah, there should be a there, there should really be a duck hunt first-person shooter. Like like you know like 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 ducks have just a taken over the planet or no. But this yeah. there should be the there should be an update. First-person shooter. There should be an update to it. Oh right? yeah, duck hunter. Duck hunt, and then if you play duck online hunting. against people, some people play as the duck. And what the and it's like fucking Hitchcock's the birds. Right, and they come after you. Um, my wife will only enjoy games like that that feel like cinematic, feel like TV, you know. And she helps me a little bit. She's like, I think she's lying. I'm like, oh, thanks, sweetie. You just made me, you just made me die. Okay, oh, <laughs> it, it's fun. I, I recommend it to people who are interested in it and like the Rockstar games, but it's not exactly what you guys are expecting. Um, you don't like the CSI games? Those are kind of. I we've been playing Heavy Rain. She likes it. Cinematic. Do you know works. that at Toys R Us? Because I go. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, what takes you to do? do you have kids? Uh, no, I just collect action figures. Okay, okay. Uh, there, um, at uh, Toys R Us, I realized that there's a whole line of CSI, like, kids' toys. What? Educational kind of... This a is facial how you re- find? There's a facial reconstruction kit. And Get the fuck out yes, of here. Are you yes, serious? I swear to God. And I was like, what? But no dark guns. <laughs> yeah, right. Are you serious? A, yeah, I was like, "What is there? Next is there going to be like a blood splatter? You know, De- oh, a, a Dexter, <laughs> like a Dexter blood, Dexter blood splatter." I, I can kid. just imagine. Yeah. I can just imagine like a kid and like the father's like eating morning, co- like eating cereal, and having like morning coffee with his kids, and then as soon as he gets up to wash out his bowl, the kid goes and like, like dust, dust the, the, yeah, right, yeah. the mug or something. And they have all these de- separate things that you can get. You're, for- you're going to have kids like busting their parents, yeah. and cheating on their spouse. Yeah, like, maybe that's the whole idea. Yeah, Dad, um, the DNA. In the condom I digged out of the trash uh, <laughs> matches our neighbor, Miss Sally Wentworth. <laughs> He's like, oh, geez. <laughs> the birds yeah. and the bees. CSI, the birds and the bees talk to me. Condom analysis kit. I discovered you and mommy hadn't been sleeping together for quite some time. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't need the CSI kit to figure that one out. I still think it's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They argue with their teachers on their grades. Where's, where's the fibers? <laughs> they are on a tricycle following their teachers home. Uh, it works. It works. You know. But you know, we inspire That's kids. Awesome. Like we said earlier, inspiration comes from the dangest of places. I don't know if I. It's like, uh, do I get the kid the CSI kit or do I get him a Green Lantern ring? The, it's like, do I let him use his imagination or? Do I make him a bookworm? Do you give you him, him? Do you give him a road to endless both. confirmations? Get him, it's the special <laughs> lantern. The, yeah. yeah. The I like crime it. scene lantern. I'm down with it. I'm down it's with it. Both. It's, yeah. It's, no. It's like facial reconstruct. I would. I would uh, black out all the CSI and like, no, it's the Barry Allen crime kit. You get to be the Flash, but then you have a day job. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, Matt Weinhold is our guest. He's kicking ass. Uh, we got to tell you though. Uh, go to mattweinhold.com. Or the comedyfilmnerds.com or cdbaby.com and order Matt Weinhold's new CD. What's the name of it again? It's called Dead, Dead Funny. Dead Funny. 
dead are funny. On, are you on the Twitter? You on the Twitter on the Facebook? Uh, getting that going. Getting okay. that going. I'm a little behind on the Twitter. Okay, we can uh, help you along. Yeah, I, I might need your help. Okay. In fact, I'm just going to say yes, I will need your help. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, just search for Geekscape. We've got little groups on there. You can join up and, and get news and talk to other Geekscapists. Uh, you can also find us at geekscape.net. You can order a t-shirt. You can find out a bunch of news and reviews. And, and We're there every single day updating the site throughout. There's also forums where you can meet some friends. There may or may not be some news on that front coming up uh, about the website. And also, we're going to E3. We're going to Comic-Con. We want you guys to come along with us. Geekscape.net is where you find the source of all that stuff. Walton will be there. You can throw shit at him like it's a, <laughs> like it's a party in Florida. You know, um, why are you encouraging them to throw shit at me? I'm not encouraging them. They want to. I'm simply saying it's okay. There's a reason I'm probably not going to leave the hotel. That actually, it's just because yeah. they're staying yeah. really nice yeah. hotel. Oh, yeah, uh, comedy film nerd's got your back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel so. <laughs> <laughs> me, we're going to throw stuff at your back. Guys, stop! <laughs> Let's not get involved. <laughs> Um, so guys, Geekscape Dynamo will be here next week, I think. No, it's my anniversary next week, so I may or may not do a show. I love doing shows. Check it with so the wife. I, I got to check with the wife. Actually, we should just Talk do to the like, uh, like uh, uh, the, live, the big comic My wife show. could be the guest. Yeah. My, people, you guys love it when my wife is a guest, and she just sits here and makes fun of me. While, so. Well, you and her in the same room, we will talk after the show. Does the wife, <laughs> uh, what, how, how, how deep geek does the wife go? Uh, she's been dating me for five, six years, so that's about the extent of it. <laughs> uh, let me rephrase this. <laughs> uh, we will see you guys, if not next week, a week later with our prelude to E3. All right, guys? Thanks for watching. Bye. Hello, my faithless Americans. Super Action Man here to tell you guys about a presidential order that came from the number one man in the nation, the guy who writes my checks. The President of the United States. It's a brand new comic book featuring me in some of my undisclosed missions around the globe. You're going to want to pick this up because a lot of these missions and secret wars that I fight in hellholes like Cambodia, Burma, Afghanistan, Paris never see the light of day. Now you get a chance to read them for yourself in your own Super Action Man four-color funny book. Why don't you support American businesses right now and go into your local comic book shop and ask them for Super Action Man number one. It's got the preview code May 111224. Just tell your comic book store owner that's what you want, he'll order you up a copy. And issue number one has a little cameo for all you nerds out there. It features me against the number one big bad, Bin Laden, mano a mano. I won't tell you guys how it ends, I think you already know, but you're going to want to see this stuff. Some of this stuff will never make it to the front pages of your paper. If you love America, buy my book. If you love the freedom of speech, buy my book. If you want to make love to the Statue of Liberty, buy my book. If you love Jesus Christ, buy my book. If you're British, sorry, buy my book. If you're Canadian, buy my book. You kind of owe us one. If you don't even speak English, buy my book. It's got pictures. If you're a Democrat, buy my book. If you're a Republican, buy my book. If you're an Independent, make up your mind, then buy my book. My glass is Right. If you're a conservative, buy my book. If you're a liberal, buy my book. Then recycle it. You're looking good? If you love cats, buy my book. If you're friends with Ben Dunn, buy my book. If you love cute little dogs, buy my book. If you love hot babes, buy my book. If you're Christian, buy my book. If you're Muslim, buy my book. If you're Buddhist, buy my book. If you don't believe in God, buy the good book. Then buy my book. Many of my missions will never see the light of day, but now with the Super Action Man comic, you can actually see some of it 
for yourself. Go to your local comic shop and ask them for Sam number one. Super Action Man number one. It's in previews on page 332. There's a little spotlight section. I look really sexy as I'm kicking ass against Bin Laden, Kim Jong-il, Muammar Gaddafi, and this idiot cast right down there in Cuba. One down, three to go. That's the way we're going to do it. So support freedom of speech, support Super Action Man, and go out there and order your copy of Super Action Man number one today.